guys, welcome to the Ask Women show here. I'm <laughs> Ask Women. Welcome to Ask, Ask Women. Women. Yeah, for our listeners, I think you guys may or may not know we're on a platform called Dash Radio. Yeah. And so our show airs first on Dash Radio, and then now it goes onto iTunes and the other platforms. But that's why I'm not saying podcast, because <laughs> it is also a radio show. Right. And every time... And they don't like I'm, the word podcast here. They don't. I don't like the word podcast. Why? No one should like the word podcast. Why? Because it's a podcast. What do you mean? Anyone in their basement, you know... Yeah, but we're not in a basement. We're a studio. But they don't know that. That's the thing. But now they this know because they just time, told them. We could have been in your parents' house doing the show. That's true. I mean, we were for the first half. Of our show. I'm always No, we've always been in a studio. We've always been legit and professional. Yeah. But anyway. I wouldn't do this shit. But anyway, you guys know me. I'm Kristen. And I'm amazing. (laughs) Here with Marnie Kinris. And here with. Wing Girl Method. And I'm here with my dog. Uh, He will be talking toward the end. (laughs) (laughs) Usually it comes out in barks, but that's okay. I'll translate for you guys. And we also have a voice of man slash client of Marnie's. Michael. Michael. Hi there. Are you going to go by a last name at all? Or we're going no last name. Michael. 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 Cool. Who do you cool. think he looks like? Um, someone. Vigo Mortensen? Yes. Okay, yeah. I thought, yes. So when he showed me pictures, I was like, oh, you kind of look like Dr. Oz. And then he said, I've been getting Vigo Mortensen. And I saw it a little bit, but now I see I it I see like, the Dr. Oz. Yeah. You're a lighter version. Yes. You're, you're the cracker, more crackery version <laughs> of Dr. Oz. He looks a little more ethnic than you. Yeah, he's yeah. like Turkish, I think. Is he? Yeah. yeah. What are you? Ukrainian. Okay, I see it. Okay. Well, there were a few things that I wanted to talk about. A couple of the things that Michael had brought up in our working together that I thought would be good topics for us to discuss for today. Um, And I'm going to say what they are. And then I wanted to introduce Michael and just talk about like his path that he's been on. And just because I think what he's gone through will be very helpful for a lot of people who are listening. But the one topic that we were discussing is what is she feeling about sex and how to know when to get serious and can you just date for fun? So this is mm-hmm. all about like kind of what you're going through, Kristen. Hell. With the guy that you're going through. Like how how do you figure out what stage you're at and then how to express it to a woman and how to not feel responsible if they potentially get hurt for it, yeah. which is what I want to talk about. But I want to introduce Michael and talk to Michael and just hear a little bit from you. Can you tell people about, I guess, what's been going on with you and the path you've taken since things have happened. Great. Yeah. Um, so I have been, I was married for quite a long time and I have two kids and, um, things weren't going well. And fortunately we had a, uh, pretty amicable, uh, split. And, uh, as a result, um, I'm single. And how long ago was this? Um, pretty recent, like, you know, it takes a while to get finalized. So still in the finalizing stages, but Mm -hmm. how long were you married? Uh, over 20 years. Yeah. Wow. They change. And uh, so, I, and being monogamous for that long and having just one person who towards the end wasn't going well, uh, I'm now kind of back into dating. And so one of the things I did was in addition to a lot of the personal work I was doing uh, in terms of understanding myself and, and, and what my challenges were, it, some of it was related to the way I was in the marriage, which is kind of like the person who would always try to take the responsibility, who, who would try to say, well, okay, if, if you tell me I'm not good enough at something or I'm not doing my best, I'll try harder, right? And so eventually, if you just... Take- I, I do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll really suck. Yeah, exactly. You well, think I suck now? Wait, wait till you, you can see, see me in two months. That I can do. Yeah. 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 So I went through... But I went through a lot of phases of self-doubt and um, questioning myself. And I started to understand, you know, what things from my past led me to that kind of behavior and led me to start owning my own and just say, look, I can only be responsible for myself. I can't 
really change another person. And uh, so uh, I had uh, going out into the world and, and, and being, um, you know, looking at dating and looking at just kind of evolving myself. And so one of the things that when I came across Marnie and the wing girl method and, and, and listening to your podcast was that this was really much more than just radio show. (laughs) I just did it. Oh, it's totally fun. (laughs) So, um, but I, I came to the conclusion that this was a lot more than dating. I mean, it starts with, you know, started with a pickup artist and dating and self, but it really is about self-development. Yeah. And so I, I embraced that because I didn't want to just go be a pickup artist. It wasn't necessarily my main goal. Well, my, are you a pickup artist? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a coachee. Like I'm, I'm a beginner. Ah, were you listening to our podcast, um, radio show? It makes me feel more <laughs> professional if yeah. I say radio show, not a loser. Um, were you listening to it when you were married? Our show? No, okay. no. I, I discovered it actually after I read Marnie's book, and then somewhere along the way, I realized that you. Have- so immediately when you were going through, well, getting out of your marriage, you started to learn. Like you instantly felt like you had to seek out materials to help you adjust to the single life. Is that? Mm-hmm. And, okay. and, and in particular, in my case, I'll tell you what the whole decision to leave was a very long one. I really did not want to hurt her. I didn't really blame her. Um, but the result was what it was, and there was just no way of going back. And so I was doing a lot of personal work to make sure I didn't repeat it. Because when I would go, um, and you know, go on forums and stuff and see a lot of men just jump right back into another marriage. And you'd hear men talking about, the, oh, I'm on my second marriage. Why can't the guy third. that I'm seeing want to jump back into second marriage? Because <laughs> I'm into it. You don't want that. I know. No. I do, but I don't. Right. But I do. I, I, did, I certainly didn't want to do it without thinking about it, right? And so I certainly didn't want to repeat the same kind of mistake, like maybe find that same personality again or whatever that wasn't a good fit for me. Right. So I started doing that work personally, like with my own therapist during that time. So I was already well down that path in making the decision. And then, um, and that's when I thought I started to encounter material and, you know, YouTube and, and some books on self-development. So that's kind of the angle I came at it from. And uh, so as a result, I, 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 I did my homework. I, said, I, read, I read the book and I said, you know, put the book down now and, you know, go talk to 10 people kind of thing. And uh, I was very introverted. I, I'm an engineer kind of person by nature, very analytical. And so it was hard for me, really hard. That was really smooth. Like if you go out and meet a lady, are you an actu- actually an engineer? Yeah. Okay, because you were like, I'm an engineer type person. And yeah. So like, I feel like at the bar, that'd be like kind of a smooth pickup line. Yeah. Like you actually are a garbage man, but you're like, I'm an engineer type for <laughs> yeah. my personality. Yeah, waste management. Yeah, but you know, anyway. Well, I, I spent, I started as an engineer and I spent most of my career um, more on the business and marketing side, which is why I said it that oh, okay, way. Okay, yeah. yeah. see there, see, I knew it. Yeah. As an engineer type person. Yeah. Because engineers, that's... Sexy. That's very sexy. Yeah, if you hear guys. He's smart. Yeah. I mean, if he can speak, he's right. Exactly. If he has a personality, personality as well. But mm-hmm. so um, the 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 um, the emotional kind of like not being able to express yourself clearly and kind of keeping it all in that that was a part of me. But I had already started this process of of opening up and being direct because it was in there. I knew it was in there, but I just was uncomfortable sharing it. Yeah. And so uh, I just kind of put myself out there. I said, I'm going to go do the homework. I'm going to force myself to do it and talk to people. And, I, and, I re- and I'll tell you one really important insight that was good for me, and I think it's probably a lot of listeners might identify with this, that was as soon as I saw talking to people as really a gift I was giving them, 
something <laughs> that I made it altruistic. Right. I said, look, I'm not actually looking for anything. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll brighten your day. You know, I was at a cash. Do you finish your sentences with you're welcome? <laughs> yeah, I and you're welcome. <laughs> I, I put a little a calling card. You know. um, but we would uh, just the idea that what I was doing was maybe sharing a little bit of sunshine. I was like a cashier, and uh, she had pause break for yeah, get a little dry for Red, Red Bull. Bull. You get paid for not a sponsor, <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, you know, just checking out at a cashier, right? Just getting some bagels and. Uh, notice she kind of sniffled a little bit. And then I was with a dating coach at the time uh, and uh, she, I noticed that she like a little sniffle and, and, but now I had, I gotten spontaneous. So I said, Oh gee, you don't look like you feel very well. And she's like, Oh yeah, I've got a cold. And I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope you get feeling better. And I hope today's not a terrible day for you. And she says, thank you so much. You know, like, cause like I wasn't, did you to... find her attractive? Not at all. Okay. You were just talking to talk. just spreading I mean, the joy, yeah. spreading the love. And, uh, I, I applaud you, but I've had people say that to me before. They're like, you don't look like you feel good. And I'm like, F off. Yeah. <laughs> I feel fine. Actually. Thanks a lot. Now I feel like yeah, exactly. emotionally, yeah. not physically. I'm still fine. But... They need to read the chapter on, on reading the signs. But, I don't read anything. No, right. no, not you. They do. The signals. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you know that. <laughs> the signals. I'm not a reader. You know? No, but that, that's what I say to a lot of people that I work with because I know that a lot of people who are listening make excuses about why they shouldn't do something. And it, ultimately it's because they're afraid to be rejected or um, that the person won't like them. So they hold back. So they make excuses like I'm bothering her or I don't know what to say. Or, There's no reason that I should be approaching her. But I like that you have tweaked it in your brain for mm-hmm. yourself to say, the reason I'm doing this is because I want to. And it does. It brings like a smile to somebody's face. And if it doesn't, that's that's on them. But for a lot of people that I work with, I tell them that they're really doing a, a complete disservice to these women or to these people that they're stopping themselves from approaching because they're not giving that woman the opportunity to possibly meet somebody absolutely amazing. And that is how you have to think about it. Well, it's funny that you actually say that about bringing sunshine or whatever, because yesterday I was at Bristol Farms and this (laughs) dude... Um, I'm bragging that I was at Bristol Farms and not not McDonald's. Not McDonald's. Yeah, (laughs) normally that's where I am. Um, But I was scooping out some like pre-prepared food and this um, super suave black dude came up to me and his name was Dion. And he was like, I just have to, and I was wearing a hat. I didn't look amazing. I, I had makeup on it and stuff, but I didn't, I wasn't like in a prom dress or something, but he was like, I just have to tell you, you're a beautiful woman. And he wasn't hitting on me at all. At first I was like, Oh, here we go. But he just started ranting. He was like, I just want to tell you you're beautiful. And the guy that you should be seeing, it was almost like he was sent from like a fairy to tell me these, right. these things. Mm-hmm. He was like, the guy that you should be seeing isn't the guy that you think you should be seeing and he said, it's the one that's in the background. Those are the, that's the man that's like for what? you. Who does Dion and think I, he is? And I was kind of like, <laughs> okay, weird. Cause it was funny. Cause the guy that I'm kind of seeing had like yeah. texted me like right around that same time. And I don't think it's the best situation. And I was right. like, I feel like someone just sent you to tell me that. Cause this dude is just texting me right now that I shouldn't be talking to. Him. Yeah. But anyway, wow. he wasn't hitting on me. He was married and yeah. was just wanted to start a conversation with me. Yeah. And, it's and that nice. was it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, that's the thing. Maybe at first, for a split second, you're like, eh, this is weird, get away. But then, like, when you notice that the other person doesn't really seem to care yeah. and that they're just continuing, and even on an well, episode that we also, had recently. What, what made me continue in the conversation was, like, I could tell he wasn't out for anything. Right. And, I mean, you know, sometimes guys are out to get your number or something, which, of course, that's the goal. But in this situation, it you just know, if you, if you just approach it naturally, and then maybe by the end, you do ask for the number, you don't go into it with that effect of like, 
I'm going to talk to this girl for a number. Just like talk to the girl. now with your dog know, looking know, at the microphone. You just <laughs> talk to the girl. And then if you feel the right way at the end, then you ask for the number. So your intention yeah. is a scene or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally know what yeah. you mean. I, I totally uh, forced myself. And this wasn't really that hard, but I forced myself to say, I don't even know if I want her number yet. Right. Like she's, I mean, something attracted me, but I. But you shouldn't know before you know. approach a person. Right. Because she could be horrible. You could have no connection. You. I, you have no idea who you're approaching. That's what happens with a lot of guys that I work with. They're so loaded with the um, desired outcome that it puts too much pressure on themselves and they end up disconnecting from that woman because they're like, okay, I see her. She's pretty. I want her number. I want to go on a date. And I'm like, you don't you don't even know this person yet. I mean, you know you're attracted to them. I totally understand that you probably want to sleep with them. I get that. But like, let's dial it back and have some self-respect and go stage by stage by stage. And when you decide, oh, this girl's kind of cool. Yeah, I'd like to bang her or I'd like to take her on a date. Then that's when you ask for those things. And that's kind of what Kristen's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But be able to with your intention. Slightly nicer than so, that, so that's a wonderful path that you're on. You are now, it's, it seems like, and from you and I working together in a much more confident headspace and place. And so where yeah. are you right now in the dating world? Because the questions that you've been asking me recently have been you're you're doing a lot of preparation for mm-hmm. yourself so that you I I think so that you can handle yourself appropriately when you do go out to the world of women but mm-hmm. right. what what is going on for you right now you're so, back in the game yeah well so I uh, I think I reached a point of of I would say comfort as in like lay back now kind of comfort but um having a, 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 an approach that works for me now which is that I I feel um, genuine about what I'm doing, and and actually I'm um, I'm uh, able to talk to anybody, and, and and actually as soon as I did this, the fear literally melted away. Really? And you know, I'll, I'll give you one little insight too. Um, Marnie just invited you here to sell her product. Yes, didn't she? <laughs> Absolutely. Fresh year. Buy my program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it, no, I well, I mean, I would say yes. I mean, it really oh. does work. Well, thank you. That's it's, not why I did very, it. Very, no. very good information. No, it's yeah. a good side effect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I had. Um, one insight, you know, I was shy, I would call it, right? But when we label ourselves, we label someone else shy, we're doing a huge disservice because it's so self-reinforcing. What does a shy person do if you call them shy? Well, they like yeah, shy. Get, get more shy, right? <laughs> yeah. But we're, we're not anything. Like we're not labeled. We're not born one way or another. It's not genetic, mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's a habit. Ha- it, it's a shy habit. is being, a, is a habit. And this, I think it's a little innate. Nope. It's yes, a habit. Yes. Nope. I mean, early developmental. It's, a, it, it it's be, a habit that you form being shy. It's like smoking. It's not a personality trait. It's not a part of you. It's something that you can alter and shift and change. Wearing a patch so I stop being shy. Yes. I mm-hmm. don't think so. I know a child who wears a cape to stop being shy. Whenever he wears this cape, he is Mr. Confident. He's three years old. And whenever he is goes to- your a, son? No, not my oh. son. But whenever he goes to a birthday party, his dad says, do you want to wear the cape? And he says, yes, I do. And he puts the cape on and he becomes his So he's the weird, freaky, shy kid with the <laughs> cape. Yeah, nothing else on, just When he realizes yeah. what he's doing, he'll be yeah. shy again. But, but it is, so I have an article on my website about being an introvert versus shy because so many people write into me saying I'm an introvert, so therefore, blah, 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 I'm not outgoing. And I always call them out on that and say, an introvert is simply the way that you recharge, recharge. not being shy, not, not being outgoing. You can be a very outgoing person. You just need to go recharge every 25 minutes or whatever it is. It has like nothing to do with how you are socially. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So I'm sorry, but Marnie, I want to get back to at the beginning of the show. Yeah. You mentioned three topics. Yes. And what is she feeling about sex? And then how to know when to get serious and can you just date for fun? And how do you express well, this? Well, maybe we should do that in the second half of the show. Okay. Are, we, are we at the point where we should take a break? Uh, 
about three minutes away. Okay. Well, I'll finish the one insight. Yes, I have, but I want to. And then I want to. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but I want. There's you only to, half an insight. Right. Uh, well, no. So the the thing was when I thought about well, what is being shy or self conscious, which I was very much. Um, I thought, well, who are you thinking about? Think about yourself, right? And so instead of doing the thing, which is focus on the other person or your audience or your business associate, whatever it is you're doing, or a woman, then you're thinking about yourself. How am I doing? How am I performing? How am I coming across? And in other words, you're concerned about yourself. You're not concerned about them. And then I thought, that's selfish. I mean, it is what it is, but it's a little bit selfish. Mm-hmm. And so instead of, if, I, if I'm really trying to do something for someone else, why am I worried about what I'm going to get out of it or how I might be affected? So I literally said, oh, okay, well, shy, selfish. So I just stopped. So I stopped that day. And for the most Really? Pretty and much. what did you replace I mean, it with? Uh, being cocaine. A, uh, cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> it works. It's, uh, I'm so much more outgoing. On. <laughs> He's got a Red Bull right now. So it's pretty much the yeah, equivalent. Red Bull. Yeah. No, I, I, I just said, well, you know, oh, sorry. I know we're out of time, but I realized that was my, who my father was. My father was outgoing. When we were kids, he would say hi to everyone we walked by. We'd be like in the grocery store, the hardware store, and he was always saying hello. As kids, we thought, wow, he knows everybody. Right. <laughs> but we didn't know what he was doing, which is he's just being himself, friendly. Yeah. And so when I realized, gosh, that was my dad. That's who I should have been. It was conditioning. Oh, I like that you say that because my dad talks to anybody all the time and everyone has great responses to my dad. He's a weirdo and he talks about things that they don't care about, but they all respond like (laughs) very interesting. So cool. But he's just telling directions. Like he'll be like, yeah, on the way over here, we took this, but like they're not driving. They don't need to They're still just listening. But yeah, it's like the way people respond is always very- why are you such a cold-hearted bitch to people? Because he spoiled me. Right. That's what happens. Gotcha. I hear you. Yeah. No, but that's a great way to be. I do want to talk about these topics. So let's right. let's like give a little sprinkle before we go to the break okay, and just say right. why those things are on your mind. Well, as I so the the idea of meeting people, which I'm meeting lots of people, uh, you know, if, if that's going to lead to to dating or or spending time with them, then it's kind of you have to figure out what you're doing. Now, I was great at getting in the friend zone. I I know my way there inside mm-hmm. out, right? right. But if, those are the directions you can talk about with my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just turn left at uh, sexual uh, ex- escalation. Ew, gross. Never mind. Yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> take, take a right at a sexual escalation and then just skip the F formula and then you'll be right on into friend zone. Right, right exactly. So, um, and so I was going to try, you know, if I'm going to find relationships or, 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 or uh, get involved in any way, it needed to be different than what I would do habitually. So now that's what I'm trying to do is figure out, well, okay, so... Uh, it starts from the moment of attraction, the moment you talk to someone, the moment they first, you see them and you are confident and, and masculine and walk over and say whatever you want to say. Um, so now you've started something, but how do you fit, how do you follow up? So that's kind of where I'm at. Like I, I can talk usually they're happy to give me my, their number if I ask uh, by that time. But, and then, you know, I really haven't gone further than yet. Cause that's literally just where I've been up to this okay. point. So, so when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about uh, the question you had, which is what is she feeling about sex? So that was mm-hmm. the title of the email that you sent to me. Right. So, and then all these things fell underneath that. And then we're going to talk to you, Zara. Zara? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. You know, like we'll the store. Her. I like it. Uh, when we come back, after this. Hey you, this is Marnie and thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also give us five stars just because. So you guys know how much I like to judge things. And one thing I definitely like to judge is the flower bouquets people send me. Because you guys know I get flowers all the time every day (laughs) by all my admirers. Um, No, I don't. But my sister (laughs) occasionally sends me flowers, which is really nice of her. But sometimes they're like cheapy looking. And I'm like, she probably spent like 75 bucks and it looks like it was like 12. Yeah. That's Um, what happens to a lot of people. And that's especially what happens to a lot of guys around Valentine's Day. 
They end up thinking they're picking out the perfect bouquet that's going to send the message that they really like them or that they're cool, whatever But it, it is. sends a message that they shop at like discount stores. Right, exactly. And then the flowers die the next day and then the woman's like, oh my God, he hates me. He's buying like... Or she's like, oh my God, good. I can throw them out because they're dead technically. <laughs> right. uh, so there's this awesome new company called Bloom That that has like designer arrangements and really high-end looking flowers for really nice prices. And uh, here at Ask Women, we are offering a promo. If you go to bloomthat.com slash ask, you can get a perfect handcrafted designer flower bouquet for 15% off. And you get a designer vase, vase. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I am Canadian. We're so fancy. I don't know the proper way. Yes, exactly. Let's be fancy, which I don't even know what I say a fancy wet vase. Um, to that you want to keep afterwards, not like these dollar store vase vases. This one you actually want to keep afterwards. So it's like a, a gift that will last forever. So go to bloomthat.com slash ask for getting your Valentine something special for Valentine's Day. That's bloomthat.com slash ask. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, we've got Zara Misrahi with us. Uh, very funny female comedian. Also gorgeous. Oh, thank so you. So pretty. You're so pretty. <laughs> You're only you. saying that because I said you guys look alike. You did? I swear <laughs> to God, I did that. not really say that. But I think you are even yeah, hotter you now. are gorgeous. No, you're very pretty. You're both, and you're very handsome. The two of you are both probably not having any problems. You're not going to have any problems. I know you're probably not having any problems dating I mean, you can still be gorgeous and have problems dating. Yeah, I, I know because I'm having problems. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody struggles with this stuff for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. still difficult no Our, matter what. Yeah, dating's like, dating's weird. If I don't get a text back, I flip out. Oh yeah, in Are like you, ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are you dating anyone or no, not right now. Okay. Are you looking to date or are you just not dating? Um, I actually just ended something with somebody like a couple days ago. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, we're, we're good friends and I adore him and I think he's incredible. And so you ended. So I ended it. I was like, he's amazing. It was actually, it was mutual, honestly. Like, and I know most people say that, but <laughs> don't mean it, but it was mutual. It was on and off for a bit. And we were just like, you know what? It's just not working in this way. Um, But we love, and I've known him for so long, even before we started dating. So it was sort of like, we want to be in each other's lives. So let's just. Was it a lack of sexual chemistry or anything? No, that was not the issue. That was probably. That's why you stayed. (laughs) Maybe maybe it was a big part of it. Well, I was going to ask what was missing. I'd say communication. Um, like he has one way of communicating and I have another. And um, He's deaf sign language. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. He's a mute, yeah. which caused some issues. Uh, it was just like, I would, I would say something that would trigger something in him and then he would do that to me. And it was just one of those things where it was just like so hard because it feels something, it feels like 
that's such a fixable thing. Mm-hmm. Like just say it yeah. this way. Right, right, right. But it just didn't work. And so for so long, and then I would be like walking on eggshells cause I didn't want to upset him and then made me all insecure. And then I'd lash out in some other way. Right. And, Creates tension. Yeah. And then like, I'd make a big deal out of something that wasn't. And then he'd call me naggy. You know, it was like one of those, it yeah. just, so it just so like, sounds like a normal relationship. <laughs> you should have stayed together. Yeah, right. Perfect yeah. marriage material. Yeah. So right now, I mean, I'm just, I'm just hanging out. I'm not like looking, but I'm not, not looking. Are you on any dating apps or anything? No, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It's I'm not against it, but for me, I just, it feels weird. I don't know why. It's okay. You seem like an in-person type of yes. person anyway. I feel like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, I, something about it. I don't know. That's okay. Yeah. It's the worst. Is it? I actually just erased my Tinder account yesterday. I had erased you did it like them. three weeks ago too, didn't you? What? No. Well, I, I erased them down. from my phone. Okay, but didn't actually delete my account. I actually deleted my. Oh account, wow! Which means I lost all you know the con you know all the guys that we had had messages. That's all erased. Oh wow! I didn't delete my Bumble yet, and that was only because I didn't have it downloaded on my phone because I. I re-downloaded Tinder and I was like, ugh, I know this is kind of a pain that I didn't re-download Bumble to okay, delete it. Well, good for but you. But they are, they're good and they're bad. Yeah, just like everything. They're awful and then they're okay if you're in a really confident head place, headspace and feel like you'll be okay if you're disappointed. Right. And like right now, I'm just not in that place where I feel like, so that was okay, a smart move for you. I had a question about Bumble. Yeah. When you put the control in the woman's hands a little more like that, does that make you feel empowered or is it now? It's make annoying. You, yeah. I hate Bumble. I hate <laughs> having to have the first line. It's so uh-huh. forced uh-huh. because they know that they're waiting for it from you and you know, they're waiting for it. And so it's like with Tinder, not that Tinder's any. So you feel better. like every man that's out there. Yeah. Basically <laughs> I totally understand dudes. And I think actually a lot of girls use that as opening lines. Like I feel for you guys. Cause this is so hard. Mm. It just seems like it's so unnatural. It's it like reverses you nature, right? You're forced to talk first. You're yeah. basically making women approach men. Right. In Tinder, at least yeah. someone can choose. Right. It Most often. It feels more natural. I hate that. Yeah. They, so so anyway. I, I wanted to go back to what we were talking about in the first half of the show. And I know Zara was listening. So did you heard the topics that I said we were going to talk about. Okay, cool. Well, I, I wanted Michael to explain a little bit more as to where these questions were coming from. Can you re- repeat from. the topics? Yeah, so the topics is uh, were his title for his email was what is she feeling about sex? But it's really like how to know when to get serious and can you just date for fun and how do you express this? And then understanding your own sex approach. Really, he's okay. just trying to prepare uh, to not be an asshole to women, which yeah, I yeah. think is a wonderful and thing I'm to prepare for. going through something that yeah. kind of... Not mm-hmm. answers the questions, but addresses them. Yeah, sure. but I want to answer the questions for you, and I want to. I want you to have. Three, <laughs> yeah, I don't th- want to answer. Just yeah. address them. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but I want you to have three women giving you responses about these things because obviously I've given you my responses, mm-hmm. but m- maybe other women feel differently about these things. So I'd, I'd love to hear it okay. from your point of view. All right. So, the, so the questions really were this: um, you, you know, you go on a date, right? And and as I've learned, it, you know, there's escalation right away. You, you, there has to be, you're not creating any connection. You're not creating a relate, a relationship, even a, 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 a nascent one that has any spark in it. Like you just buddies, right? So you, so understanding that this, you have to be, this has to be forming right from the beginning. The question is, well, if you're doing that, then what, what's the risk? What, how is the, how is the woman feeling? Right. What's, what's happening for her? And you've said a lot about that. It's, you guys have had great guests on, on, on this show from the women's perspective describing that but uh coming into modern dating after being married for a long time it was like well okay what are the expectations there was no tinder bumble or anything back then 
Um, and so there weren't even phones back just then. dance cards no, no it's, i think madonna was still like a virgin yeah. <laughs> yeah. like she didn't look like a scary beastly <laughs> yeah. woman now but uh the uh, so the question really is well how quickly if you're doing all this you know escalation if you're if you're you're being charming and you and know, having fun and flirting and, having fun and, connecting. and flirting and all that then well what are you causing to happen in the woman, right? Which is a good thing. And I'm sure a lot of guys say, well, how fast can I make that work? Right. You know, there's only one direction they want to go, which is, you know, get, get her in bed as fast as possible. Um, that, that's one approach, but I, I, I wanted to understand, well, okay, what, what if I wanted to move slower? What if I wasn't, would she be thinking, well, what's this guy doing that? You know, we're on a yeah, third day. Be insulted if, she doesn't, and, and if he little, doesn't want to have sex with her after the second date. Would you feel insulted? If if a guy made a move on the second date, if he didn't, it didn't. oh, if he didn't, my bad. So let's say you guys are. If everything's having, going great, you're, yeah, things I, are I going think I'd be a, well, not offended, but I think I'd I'd be confused. Yeah, okay, definitely confused. What about third date? I would think small penis. Let's say it's going really okay. Actually, this is good. So <laughs> maybe he's afraid to show it. Okay, or it's afraid to show itself. If you had a really charming night, like let's say that you you know dinner was fabulous you ate you know this is on, you ate at ivy or no something gas. and it's 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 a beautiful sunset and, and or then, even at mcdonald's and had a blast or, or mcdonald's yeah yeah, yeah. um and you know away to my heart <laughs> and you uh and, and it's romantic and, and maybe even kiss a bit but then he drops you off and says good night i mean not like that abruptly the but, second date yeah that's fine for yeah. me yeah, yeah i mean i still think there's a little escal that that's not not what i was thinking i was thinking you meant we're seeing each other, enjoying each other's time, and then there's no kiss, there's no touch. Yeah, kissing is definitely reassuring. I think it's a very gen- how, how gentlemanly move. How long can it can that be reassuring enough without him saying more? Like, how, like after the fifth date, would you be like, why hasn't he tried to do anything else? Or like, I'm, it, it, what is the limit for you? Mm. Four, for him taking it to that next place. Oh, I meant fourth date. Oh, fourth. Okay, that's it. I think so. No, no, no. If, if like, okay, nothing happens on the first date, we make out second, third date, then by the fourth, if he doesn't, then I'm like, hmm. If he doesn't try and have sex with you? Or, or, or just like, move it forward a little bit. Or do, yeah, do it for longer. Yeah. And so what are you, what are you thinking at that point? Like, is it, is it me? I'm definitely going to wonder if it's me. But he's still asking you out. So, like, let's say he doesn't try and, you know, like, feel your boobies or something else that goes to another level. And he still says, but what are you doing next week? Do you think those things? Honestly, I, it's not as, like, offense. It wouldn't be as offensive to me as it would be kind of boring. Boring? Like, mm-hmm. you're kind of, like, killing my buzz here, dude. Because there's a point at which, like, you need to hit it or quit it. And I don't mean sleep with somebody, but you need to either, it's almost like when I talk about Tinder in the conversation, if the conversation goes on too long, you miss your opportunity to ask that person out. Right. And it's like the, to me, the same thing. If you miss your opportunity to like sexually escalate, she's kind of losing Like she'll kind of go and then move on to like all women are like that. I don't think all women are, but I think it would be very common for someone to kind of be like, all right now, you know, it's been like five dates and now I'm kind of going like, all right, dude, like, what well, are we doing? Well, I also I would get like kind of bored. I also kind of feel like, um, I mean, maybe this is too general of a statement. So maybe I should just speak for myself. But like I'm kind of an adaptable creature. <laughs> like women, I feel like kind of just mold to mm-hmm. whatever is going on. So if he's setting that tone, then I'm going to be in that tone. Like, okay, that's all it is. And then I might not even want to move it forward at that point because I'm like, no, I just don't see him like that. I see him mm-hmm. as my makeout person. And right. what if he were to verbalize this to you and just say, you know what? I just have to tell you. I am fresh off of a divorce and I want to get to know you more and go, go 
at a slower pace, obviously with, with whatever's comfortable for you, what's comfortable, comfortable for me as well. But just to put it out there, like that's, that's why I'm going slow because I want to get to know you better. Yeah. And, and I'll appreciate the honesty, but I'm also going to wonder if that's like a red flag for, or a lie or a lie. Yeah. Like maybe does that mean he's unstable? Does that mean like he's not going to be secure enough to just hang? Like I'm not the kind of person. Yeah. Like I'm not the kind of person who needs labels or needs that, but I just want to know like where, where he is. So if all of a sudden he's just going to be like, Oh yeah, by the way, I wasn't ready for that anymore. And then I'm not going to know what's going on. Then I'll just, for me, I think it would set off some sort of alarm in my head. And, but more so if he weren't saying something Uh, to you and just doing it. Um, that's a good question. It doesn't That's a good the, question. The explanation really helped. In fact, you said- well, so in my scenario that I'm in right now, mm-hmm. um, the guy that I'm seeing, I, I don't even know if I can call it. See, I mean, we're, we're kind of seeing each other. We see each other like once mm-hmm. a week or once every two weeks. Um, he's going through a divorce, you know, similar mm-hmm. to you. Um, he's uh, basically been incredibly honest and he's like, here's the deal. I like you. I want to see you, but I am not in any way looking for a commitment right now. Um, and I have to figure out how long I can go on with that being okay for me, being okay to just see him once a week, not talk at all during the week and then and have a great time together. And then, and then not really know if it's going to happen again the next week or not. And just kind of live in the unknown. Right. So it sounds like it's the opposite to what you said before, because you're still quite engaged with this person. What do you mean the opposite is before? Like you were saying, I guess, cause you were talking about escalating physically you guys are sleeping with each other and having fun and doing all of that stuff so but he's 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 being very transparent with you and saying where he's at and you're still very engaged in being with him and focused on him yeah but I think for a woman that like I was actually just talking to my mom on the way over here and she said you're I don't want you to be set up to be hurt down the road when six months from now he's still saying the same thing right and you thought maybe by this point he would, would be change. ready and it would change. So she said, just be prepared that it may never turn into anything serious. And this right. is something that, and so like you just said, women are adaptable. I'm adapting to his situation because I certainly would want something more, but I'm kind of going, okay, well, this is his deal and I'm going to go with it. Um, and then it's, I think screws women in the end. So like if, if so she's my, not so okay, Michael, when you hear things like that, what, what does that tell you? Well, so the. You know, the, the direction I'm asking the question is because I think generally everyone assumes the man wants at least sex as, as early and as often as possible, right? And um, that may or may not come with commitment. And so if it's not commitment, but it's sex, then it leaves women confused. But I'm also asking the question, because that gets covered so much, right? The conversation is always about how fast the guy wants it and the girl deciding, do I feel safe enough yet? So I devil's advocate. I'm kind of asking the question the other way because I'm not sure which way I'm I'm leaning. Right? It's not like I'm gonna like date but not have sex or something. I don't even know how you do that. But the question is, since no one ever asked the question from the other perspective, what's if the guy is slower than the woman? Then how is the woman feeling? And when I hear what you're saying, it's reconfirming what I've what I've been hearing, which is that you you I mean you're right. Okay, maybe he has a small penis. Maybe maybe he's got red flag. You know, something wrong uh, because you've just never encountered a man who actually didn't. Maybe he's gay. Like, right. there's all well, these things that could for, go through your head. For me, when I was in high school and college, I never hooked up with anybody and never thought I was a lesbian. And they mm-hmm. genuinely like my friend. I just was home for Christmas, and my friend was like, "I was talking about how I'm seeing all these guys and blah blah blah," and she was just kind of blown away. And she's like, "I can't believe it because I just thought you were gay." That's so funny. So I mean, yeah. 
I think it also depends on the quality of the hangouts too. Yeah. Like, do they feel platonic? Because if they do, then I'm going to just be platonic. Yeah, because you don't want to feel like buddies. Right. Or, or, or you could I just mean, be buddies. Or that, and if, that's fine. But like, but but if it's really romantic and it's like that amazing connection that you have with somebody for a date over and over again, you're like kind of holding hands or your arms around, whatever, mm-hmm. then I can, I can probably hold off sex for longer. Yeah. But I'm not going to like. Yeah. This yeah, is but a, if you're not getting anything, then it's like, wait, well, what's going on? Yeah, here? this that, is a Sex in the City episode. I don't know if you remember, but uh, Aiden won't sleep with Carrie. I was just yeah. thinking that. And he like fills up the bathtub and then like leaves her alone in the bathtub with roses. And she she's kind of like, uh, it, she was like, trying nice, to digest it. Be in here. Yeah, she's trying to digest the fact that like she's left alone in this very romantic bath. Yeah, and then eventually they do sleep together, but she's so confused about the whole. No, thing. but she remembers that it had only been a week and a half. Oh right, right. <laughs> and she realizes what a hoe she is. Yeah, yeah. but it is hard right. because I think like I'll even say this for me and my husband. I am far more sexual than he is, and in the beginning, it was quite confusing for me. Um, in the beginning, also, I wasn't sexual with him, which You're I think, like, set, I a dude? which would like set the tone for our, yeah, our sexual yeah. relationship. Um, but my sex drive is much higher than his. And there have been certain points where I've been like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you want a blowjob on the couch? Like <laughs> while we're watching sport, like what's wrong with you? Are you gay? And like, I'll say it to him jokingly. And he's like, oh no. I <laughs> and like, there are certain things that as a woman, because you, you are trained in some way to think that like. Men just want sex. Men don't attach emotion to sex. So so if you're not wanting to have sex with me, something is wrong with me or something is really wrong mm-hmm. and off with you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think saying things out loud can help a situation. But I love what Zara was saying. Like if you are showing actions and moving things in that direction by being romantic, by doing things that maybe not having sex with a woman, but are of a sexual nature of an intimacy nature. If that's what your intention is to do with her, then I don't think there can be a lot of confusion because for me, it's like, I can, I can uh, not sleep with somebody as long as I know that they're attracted to me. Right. Right. Cause I think that's kind of, because they're not necessarily the same thing, but they do the same thing. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, so it, it, I think you end up coming into one of two situations, right? So if, if you're um, actually being very romantic in, indica- being honest about your in, in, um, in what you're trying to do, what your intention are, and it's going positively. It does not feel like friends. It feels like definitely. Uh, and we still know romance. you want us. That's a huge yeah. thing that actually yeah. I didn't even think to yeah. to bring up. Like we, we still know that there's a desire for us, and not just like a nicety. When a guy doesn't like me, I'm, I get like instantly turned off. Yeah, I just you want to be wanted, right? Yeah, well, yeah. What's he even doing? <laughs> yeah, like why, why do I need to be here for this conversation? But how, so, so tell me how a man could express that he wants you. I, I mean, think that's very confusing for men too. Certain texts, just whip it out, <laughs> just slap it, slap in the face. face. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, certain texts. I mean, like my my ex, even if we weren't uh, sleeping together, he'd like he'd like slap my butt when I would get up, like off the couch, yeah. stuff like that, yeah. like cute things where I'm like, oh, okay, he's still into me. We're not. Yeah. I'm okay with not having sex. I just need to know that we're good. Yeah. Well, this morning, I hate to talk about like my sex life on the show, but (laughs) this morning, I do. I don't. Yeah, I never do. No, No, I don't. I don't. Because I don't know if my family listens. You you picked the perfect topic for your podcast. I know. I used to be in a relationship, so it was even worse um, doing the show without any real experience. But um, this morning, so I was at a gentleman caller's house this morning and um, we didn't do it this morning. Mm-hmm. And I at first got really insecure. 
Cause I was like, Oh no, do I look really ugly in the morning? Mm-hmm. Or, and then like you said, like there's those little things that you kind of need to hear or see. So like when I was leaving, I had a hat on and I had this, I was wearing this exact outfit I'm wearing for yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I really, um, going out, um, the bang here and yeah, she fancies in it 2017 up already. Um, but I was wearing a hat. I threw the hat on, which I had in my bag. He hadn't seen it. And he like came up to me. He's like, Oh, you look so cute in that. And like kind of pulled me in and gave mm-hmm. me like a kiss. And so I was like, Oh, okay. It's not me. You know, because I was feeling insecure about what we hadn't done in the morning. So, yeah, no, you I need those. You need the. And I, I will say that in my marriage, I've been with my husband for a very long time. And so he he goes away on shoots. He's gone for a long time. And if in the first five minutes, I don't feel like he missed me sexually in some way. I get insecure still like sometimes, I mean, we have a son now, so he gets distracted with things and like I'll actually pull myself back until I have him pull me in Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. say like, I really missed you. Which means yeah. like I like yeah. Oh yeah, I'll days. definitely back off until yes. yes. Yeah. So if you, if you haven't, if your relationship hasn't entered the stage where you've even had sex at all, right? So you're still in the early stages, and it's third, fourth date, and and he says, "Well, I really am into you, uh, but for I don't know for whatever reason, he says like, but it's really special for me, or I just want to really know you more, or so he is saying, sending good signals. I'm very attracted to you. I enjoy our time together." Uh, but for me, it's really, really special and it just needs to be, what message are you taking from that? Are you, are, does it going to wait indefinitely or are like, what do you think about the relationship and where it's heading when he talks? You know, what's funny is like, I really, I always say I want guys to be honest and I do, but there's something about hearing that, that I think would turn me off. Me too. I was going to say the same Mm -hmm. thing. I was going to say the only way that I would find that like endearing or good would be if I really, really, really liked you. Yeah. No, I think there's a way to say it, right? Like what if I wouldn't say you say it like that because for me that sound that sounds a little bit like a blow off. Like it's like an excuse. Like sort I think they're they're gonna just take the word special out of the dictionary. Right. In what context does it ever sound good? Right. Right. No, that's true. I think yeah. Cereal. Because I could even see their faces when you were when you were saying that. I could see that you were both like "Eh, I don't think I would say it that way, but that yeah, that that's a pretty bad way to say it. Guys think the reason I think it doesn't come across the way you want it to is because I think we hear it as something you're saying because you think we want to hear it. It's like, it doesn't come across genuine. You think that girls are like, I want them to wait and I want it to be special. Really what it sounds is like cliche and not original. So let me me try again. I got to get sincere here. So a picture. Are you just had so you're trying to not. No, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm just trying to test the other you side of the asshole. argument. Okay. And, but still stick with his own integrity of like, maybe I do want to go slow. Well, and one of the first discoveries for me in this process was that women like sex. Right. Because who, who, no one will tell you that. They I mean, do until you're a few years in. But <laughs> it's just different, right? It's the emotional side and, it, and it's harder for it's harder to understand. Right. And it's not something for their own safety. They don't like just put out the way guys do. Right. But, um, so, but if you said, look, for, I have to put myself in that headspace as if I didn't want to. And I said, look, I really enjoy our time together. I, it's, it's wonderful. Like, and I'd like to see you again. Um, if we're not moving along maybe as fast as we might, but you know, We'll get there. And I, I'd really, I, I'm looking forward to that. I, I want, when, when we get there, uh, I want to really savor it and, and really know that we have a real connection. 
and uh, barf. Yeah. You see, that's just mm-hmm. no way to do it, huh? It's boring. Well, it's, it's also boring. it's boring, it's and it's also and it's also yeah. uh, so prepared. Yes, and and it's like I also think the timing of this it says a lot too. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're going to say that on the second date, that's I think that's worse than saying it at the time that you would expect to have sex, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if if you feel like she's wondering, I would just be like, hey, by the way, I know this is weird, but it's I I just I just like waiting. I just like waiting and I it, like you keep it simple like that yes, and it's yes. honest and, and you do the same thing and then we're not like, what the fuck? And why is he saying that? Yeah. If you're casual and it doesn't seem like, like you, like Zara said, like overly prepared, then it would come across a little better. But mm-hmm. to me, what I was thinking when you're saying it was sounds fatherly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless there's some weird mm-hmm. thing going on. Yeah. You don't want mm-hmm. it to sound fatherly. So the other side of it is if you're. It would be interesting. I would I would mm-hmm. want to see you guys in that moment where you're questioning and then the person saying that to you and see how you would respond. It, it, depending honestly, on how you like, like them. If a dude isn't, isn't, isn't stable enough to just sleep with. I mean, I'm not the kind of person who needs to jump into a commitment, like I said. So if a dude's not even stable enough to just have sex. It's like, I'm, I'm probably, it's not the fact that we're not having sex that I'm going to back out. It's the fact that like we, ju- he just wasn't even able to. Right. Like he had to, but that's, he's that's a, interesting he's in that that's what you're hearing that they're not able to. But what if a guy was like, yeah, exactly what you said. Like I, I just, he's don't it, usually have sex that quickly. I like to get to know people. Yeah. I mean, it's like, all right, cool. We can do that. Like, I mean, for me, maybe there are some women, I'm just going to speak for myself. I just, I, I, I hear that as he's like intellectually impotent really at, at the moment intellectually mm-hmm. impotent yeah yeah if he can't i mean but, come on like sex is 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 even less of a big deal for guys than it is for girls right so if so if he can't at the time where it would normally be appropriate then i'm gonna i'm not gonna say i'm losing interest completely but i'm gonna be like well there's clearly something going on with him which is fine right like maybe like, in the past he's yeah. been like a user like a, you know he's had like problems with women because he just uses them or he's getting over something i'm gonna be like i kind of want to stay away from that yeah it seems red flaggy definitely interesting you don't think so i don't know i don't i don't know if i wouldn't think those things if i wasn't getting other information from the person so usually they'll sit down they'll have dinner He'll talk about how he's getting a divorce. So you'll know all those things beforehand. The You'll progress a little bit intimately each time that you go on a date. And at a certain point, maybe the fourth date, I might say, like, do you not want me or something? And if I have somebody looking back at me and saying, you know, this is all still very new for me. And I want to go slow. I, th- I think you're awesome. I think you're super sexy. Trust me, I'm holding back on what I want to do. But- I, I, I want to go that's slower important. with you. I think that's an important yeah. part of the conversation is yeah. you saying something like, I'm holding back. Believe me, I would love right, to right. do this. Tonight. Like on purpose. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's different. Like, yeah, yeah. like I'm doing this on purpose versus I just cannot. Yeah. It's distinguishing wanting to, which is the yeah. feeling and just choosing to act on it. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. the saying yeah, that, I want to yeah. is really important. Yeah. I think girls want to be wanted more than we want to yeah. actually yeah. Be even say, like, this is <laughs> yes got me in trouble in the past and this time i want to do it smartly and that's oh. fine but again still for me red flag because i'm like you can and you- that would stop you from seeing him if no, you were already invested and no, liked him but i would i i i wouldn't be able to be shocked if something came up later you know like right. you know when you know when we look back and we're like 
oh, I should have known that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I happens saw him wearing that all dress in high heels. Yeah. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. All, all my lipstick was missing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, like, that, that'd be crazy. I mean, that's, that's even more than one of those small things you should pick mm-hmm. up on. Yes, right? but I will say, for, for I know for me, if I was into a guy and I was liking how it was going and I was invested and I was ready to sleep with somebody, it wouldn't stop me from seeing them. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be like, uh, I might say that's weird and it might cause some insecurity in me where I start to analyze what is potentially going on with him or what's wrong with him or what's holding him back. But if anything, that would make me like him more. But I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to be, I, I, he's not going to be in the category of people I could see long term though. Really? Yeah. But that's a very, that's a very like strong move that you, like that you could be able to do that and just say. Like write that person off. I mean, look, sex is one of those things for guys. If if they're not if they if they are not gonna do it for whatever reason, there's it's a symptom of something bigger. Mm-hmm. Guys always want to have sex. Yeah, if you go, if you that's go interesting. This, but see, mm-hmm. like that's that's yeah. how most women think. Well, that's yeah, yeah. That's the under, that's the uh, that's. And the is that true? And it's not bad if you don't, but well, like it's a symptom of something bigger. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you no, believe no. that it's a symptom of something bigger? It isn't for me, but I, I I can see why that would be the perception. The two things that were really, I think, I, I, I anticipated was the idea that, well, you'd make it about you, that you'd wonder, gosh, well, what does, I mean, what does he not see in me, right? Am I not desirable? I, that makes a lot of sense. And then, well, if not me, then what's wrong with him? I, I get that. I mean, yeah. it's also like, if you're yeah. not going to be able to, not you, you know what I mean? If guys <laughs> aren't going to be able to like really just do it normally and openly and whatever, then you shouldn't really be dating. Mm-hmm. You need more time and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, don't get me point. involved. <laughs> Why do I need to be a part <laughs> of this? Don't wrap me up in it. Yeah, because that's unfair, you know? Like, if especially if everything's going great and I'm wondering or whatever, and then you're still thinking about like your ex-wife or whatever. And that's cool. Like everyone needs their time you, yeah. and you deserve your time. You're entitled to it. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I don't you're still saying it as if he's in a confused space. But And he's not. And he's not. Well, I mean, it kind of feel, it feels a little confused because- because if you weren't, then you'd go for it. Right. Well, well but that's good information well, yeah, for I'm you. Understanding what, yeah. what women feel like. And, um, you know, when you talk about, well, if it's going well, I presume that that means it's romantic. It's in the category of potential mate. It's not in the category of friend, right? That's what going well means, right? It's romantic. It, there's, there's, yeah, you're excited about It's him. exciting. You're aroused. You, you're leaving each date aroused, right? But the problem is it didn't go anywhere. And so you're going like, okay, what's this about, right? Well, right. It's like the kind of metaphor that I can use is like, if there's a big, heavy truck or train that's like going uphill, it's easier for it to kind of just keep the pace and keep moving. If you stop to restart Mm -hmm. it, Yeah, it's like, it's like, it might have to roll back a little bit and it takes a lot more energy to get it restarted again. So that's why I feel like kind of going so slow, it's like you lose the momentum. That's true. And I think, I think like- uh, you're but it gonna, also depends on where the other person is at as well, because they, they may also be going at a slower well, pace. Well, there's a pace to flirting, right? And if you're escalating and you're getting further and further connected and infatuated and, and you're getting to the point where, look at now what? Right? You said earlier that you, you, you're losing it now. You're like, literally, yeah, there's no climax. They're going into the friend zone because, I, yeah, if you want to go shopping together or something, great. But it, it stopped being mysterious. It stopped being romantic. It stopped that that journey from first meeting to you know, the climax, right? I mean, to, yeah. to an actual, some kind of... Rest. Well, if you want to be the person that I'm, 
I'm going to be sexually active with, then you have to be the person I'm sexually active mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't just like, you can't just bail. You can't just like make out and then I'm going to leave like and mm-hmm. just go masturbate yeah. or whatever. And then, and then they you're not, blue, they call it blue ovaries. <laughs> yeah. They, Cause then you're not, yeah. because then you're not a part of it. Right, and if you're right. not a part of it, then you're not going to be a part of it. You know, an, an idea came to me the other day is also, it's not a vacuum. This isn't the only guy in the world. So I would presume if you're attractive that there's actually a bunch of other guys also approaching you. So you've got this one guy who's like, not sure what's going on four other guys have approached you in the meantime since your last date. And most likely you have your female friends saying like, I don't know what's up with this guy. Yeah, He's not yeah. really moving things forward. Like go on other dates with other guys. Yeah. Like, cause, yeah. cause this girl is going to be complaining to her friends. Like, I don't understand. Bring all your eggs in one basket. We get to this point where That's, like exactly what Carrie was saying on sex in the city, you know, we like make out, it's really hot. And then he leaves. Like, I mean, you would, you would do that if a girl did that to you, if she took too long, you'd be like, all right, well, Right. Yeah, I think it's uh, the, the, yeah, it's pretty natural. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. perfect because our show is over now. <laughs> we have run out of time and uh, scared away our producer. We have nobody in here telling us when our show <laughs> is over. Really professional here at Dash. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for coming onto the oh, show and, yeah. and, and being honest and open. And I hope that this information helps people. I know that I, for, for me, I can tell what you've said throughout the entire show will definitely I feel like we're forcing you into sex right now. Like this is like very like, like just fake, yeah. fake rape or something. <laughs> well, it's kind just of reversed, it. isn't yeah. it? You know, but no, no, it's ask women, right? So this is all a great he's thinking is I don't want to sleep with her yet. I know. I it's be like, innocent. but that's the thing is poor guy. You're trying to be a nice guy and we're like, nope, be a jerk, but not really. But, but is that you know what, what it I mean? sounds like to you? That's part two. But is that what it, is that what it well, sounds like? You know, it leads to the second part we were talking about, which might happen at a time, but it's, so if you do start sleeping together, but then you don't commit, that is the next question, right? right. Which is, you know, can you be a, uh, can you be sleeping together, quote, casually, that's not just hooking up? Or are that's you now- That's what I'm, yeah. I'm wondering episode. the exact same thing. We should do that next episode. Do you believe that? Uh, that you can have sex and just, yeah, I think- Continuously without committing. I can. I've you done can? that. And so what if, not hookups like with one night stands, but like hookups with the same person yeah, yeah. over I've and over again. For how long? But no commitment. Um, she is a long time. But I'm I'm a weird. I have an older brother. I, I was it that, with him? What, what <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I just mean like I'm kind of guy. Yeah, I should have clarified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm guy, I'm kind of guyish in that he way. He warmed me up. I don't need. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Um, <laughs> definitely disgusting. No, thank you for that. I realized it definitely sounded like that. Furby. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Um. No, I mean, I just, if I, I just don't some need it. Some girls can and some girls can't. I just don't need it. If I, if I, if I, if I'm into the person, then, then, then for sure. But yeah. like I can be into them just at, at this amount and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to like start dating and going out and just to like test the waters, you're entitled to that. And that's mm-hmm. completely cool. I just wouldn't go on multiple dates with the same person and mm-hmm. then decide, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Right. Cause, but you can, I mean, you know, it, it, I, think, I think part dates. of the moving mm-hmm. on process is going out with people. Yeah. But Christian, do you think that this guy you're seeing is an asshole because he's not ready? Uh, I think, I think, no, I don't being think a jerk. Is he no, being he's, a- no, he's not being a jerk. Okay. Um, he's being very forthright and honest. And, um, when we're together, super nice and sweet. I think the idea of it is a little assholey that like, I can hang out with this girl, feel like make her feel emotionally connected to me and then disconnect. I feel like that's an assholey thing, but he's not doing it in a way of an asshole. He's well, that's cool. You know, I've had that yeah. happen too. 
And it's like, it's, it, and then you just decide, is it something you want to do? Something you don't. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what I have to decide. Well, that's what him presenting the information openly and honestly to you allows you to do. It allows you to decide as long as you don't get wrapped up in the, I know he's going to change. And when he does decide to choose somebody, yeah, that's going painful. To be me. Oh yeah. That's that, that's what my mom was warning me about. Yeah. It's really difficult. Well, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that on another episode for sure. Again, Michael, thank you so much. Right. Zara, yeah, thank, thank you. you so much thank for you being guys. on the show. Yeah, thank you for having well, me. Tell people how to find you, how to watch your comedy. Yeah. Um, my name is Zara, like the store is Z-A-R-A. And um, last name is Mizrahi, <laughs> M-I-Z-R-A-H-I. And um, you can find me on Instagram, Zara Mizrahi. And I post little clips on there. Okay. And then, um, yeah, Twitter, the Zara Mizrahi. Very cool. Thank you. You definitely have to come back on our show. Oh, yeah, I'd love I, to. Thank you. I think you were wonderful. Um, new- Your brother should, too. I just, oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's friends with yeah, for sure. He totally not because what? you guys were sleeping together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We can work out. It'll be an interesting <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, we have some stuff to work out on the next <laughs> episode of Ask Women. Uh, you guys are wonderful. Thank you so much for supporting us. New episodes of the Ask Women of Ask Women come out <laughs> every yeah, Thursday at five p.m. Pacific. If I remember to post it, that's when it happens. Um, but please keep listening. Please keep supporting us. Without you guys, this show. Would would not be possible without huge super fans like Michael. Oh, and I just want to say this yeah. one thing. Um, people were very confused in a few episodes ago, or many now, when, by the time this one's on iTunes. We had weird music playing in the background yes, of one of sorry. our episodes. That was a mistake. That was not intentional. We weren't like trying to be cool. It was no, so we're not at all. And trying it will to be never, cool with that. yeah, it won't yes. happen again unless we have a dance party during our show, but yes. that probably won't happen. Yeah, we so. put a stop to that right away do not worry you will never hear it again and hopefully all of our mic levels sound even probably People not complained about that too um but yeah if it's not too bad just turn up your fucking <laughs> volume and already yeah, people yeah. complain about shit that's so easy to fix <laughs> I, I had a podcast it's like dude relax just that right. they could well they could fix it on their own you're saying or we yeah, should fix it you mean yeah, you mean like turn it up it's on no, the side of but the like phone. some people sound louder the like sometimes oh, 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 oh gotcha gotcha yeah, that yeah. was a playboy issue anyway we're done our show now you guys are awesome we will see you next week 